Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Latch Mama podcast. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, the podcast is a podcast for the mothers and the caretakers in the trenches of raising tiny little humans. Today, we are going to talk about finding yourself in motherhood. You're listening to the Latch Mama podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt, busy mom of six and owner of LatchMama.com. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, breastfeeding, postpartum, and all things motherhood. Hi, friend. Hi. Um, I don't know. I feel like yeah. we're a little low energy today. It's a Thursday. It's, a, it's just been a very it's busy a very, week. Yeah. It's and a I, very busy day. Our brains are a little yeah. drawn in direction. But we're going to so. bring this back <clears throat> to um, one of the topics that we talk about a lot. We challenge each other on this, I feel like, sometimes when... Yeah. Talking about like when you have a baby, you become a new person, which we've talked about multiple, multiple times. And I don't feel like that's under debate at all. Um, But we tend to lose ourselves a bit, especially in those early years, um, Mm -hmm. especially in the the first year. I think exactly, especially when you're not sleeping very well and um, that baby just needs you all the time. Um, but then eventually they start to get older, um, which does happen for those of you who are like deep, deep in the trenches, they need you less. They'll go to other people. Um, and you can start figuring out who you are and what brings you joy and all of the things in life that we all need to be happy, healthy, functioning human beings and mothers. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, so we wanted to talk a little bit, just kind of inspire you guys to go out and find those things. Talk about a little bit of the things that, um, have been in our lives over the years that have helped us get there. Mm -hmm. Um, although I think we're both still very much a work in progress. I think every mother everywhere is a work in progress in terms of a human being, probably in terms of finding who you are and what brings you joy and all of that stuff. But yeah. Do you have the, did you have, do you have a little list of things or something on your mind that you did prior to, being a mom that you enjoyed and yeah so yeah I mean I think that there are like little things and then there's big things so I think we need to be careful that we're not like just throwing out our big things right now I mean I have six kids but my youngest is also two two is completely different than one and one is completely different than like two to three months old so Mm -hmm. I can talk a little bit about what I remember those little things that I remember doing um in the immediate postpartum that started to make me feel a little bit more like myself and the things that I knew that spurred some joy. Um, and then what actually it looks like now knowing that I'm done having a family and knowing that like those nights of not enough sleep and stuff like that are behind me for the most part right now. Um, but like in the immediate postpartum, I remember like right after I had Nathan, who was our, my first, I remember going for a walk like two to three days postpartum. And that was like something that I needed to remind myself that I could still move my body and things like that. And that I wasn't going to be glued to the house forever. So something as simple as that, I think brought me joy. And then it moved to being able to make dinner. And that's always been my thing. Um, my thing has always been being in the kitchen, making food, um, and it just brings me, it's not necessarily like gourmet meals, but it just brings me a lot of joy to put a meal together, to dance in the kitchen with my family. And I actually like know that things are okay. And like the world is spinning correctly and the world is aligned when I am like dancing to T-Swift with my daughter in the kitchen while I make dinner. Um, so that's like one of my things that makes me feel like a lot of joy that if I find time to do, um, I know that I'm going to feel like more balanced and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Do you have things? 
I was trying to think back because I feel like we had kind of different times prior prior to yeah. being a mom. Um, but I always liked to do something pretty creative, mm-hmm. um, either a w- if, if it was around the house, but it p- generally involved fabric or sewing mm-hmm. or something like that. And there were definitely like years where didn't do any of that. So that's always something that I keep trying to come back to. And there'll be like months where I don't, I'm on the computer so much. Yeah. And I kind of like, I need to, I need to go and do yeah. something creative with my hands with fabric on like a dress form versus just changing a pattern or something like that. So, um, there's that. Um, I really do. I mean, reading is a great thing for me as well. And I'll often put it aside because there's not a whole lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always only had maybe one or two close friends, but that social connection, whether it's a lunch or something like that, but once you're kind of in the throw of kids, all of that goes out the window. Absolutely. Um, it's interesting. I, I like to cook, but it's not my favorite thing right now. I'm going to blame my kids, <laughs> which I probably <laughs> should okay. blame. It doesn't have to be the no, same No, but thing. I should probably blame myself. But anyways, there's no blame. But I've got a dairy girl who's allergic. Yeah. So half swear it like knocks out so many things. Yeah. I really don't know how to cook with like other non-dairy options. Yeah. But then, and then I've just got some like just some little a-holes right now that are like, I don't want that. And I'm like, but you like tacos. They're like, well, I know I like it, but I don't want that tonight. Yeah, well, I'm like, I, um, oh my gosh. Like, ah. I, um, I very much cook for me. So like these things, you're, well, you're I'm going getting into there. like the kid I made, I made This is the stuff for you. I made some great chicken last night <laughs> and it was like chopped up zucchini and it had some like red pesto. Like it was really, really good. And I'm like, you don't like it. Go find something yes, to eat. Like, that, I, that is the place. Yeah. But I have learned... The whole music thing. Oh, so so if people are in the kitchen or if I'm in the kitchen, yes. holy moly, does music make music everything makes better. Everything better. Yeah. Everything better. So I 100% agree there. So um, yeah. No, I've found that um, music can increase my patience quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, find a good playlist. Make a good playlist. Um, don't like censor your playlist. Put anything on it and everything on it. I mean, I guess if you don't want to swear words around your kids, yeah. that's one thing. But um, yeah, I highly recommend something like that. Even stuff that reminds you of who you were before you had kids or your favorite song. Um, as long as it doesn't like, I mean, make you feel too sad. I mean, that's yeah. stuff that I think can kind of bring you back and remind you of like who you are and what brings you joy. Um you know, I sometimes turn to science a bit. Like I sometimes like when I'm in a really big funk or I'm like really in the trenches with the kids and I can't seem to get anything right. I turn towards the things that I, that I know like chemically will help like endorphins or like getting outside or Mm -hmm. forest bathing or caffeine or a glass of wine or, you know, the little things that, you know, some of those things on the list were much healthier than other yeah. things. But, you know, finding the things that I know um, can mm-hmm. kind of help me chill out or um, I don't know. Yeah. A big thing for me is leaving the house. Mm-hmm. Um, 100%. I mean, in a perfect world, it'd be like for four to five days. But that's probably <laughs> not going to happen a whole lot. But and there's some science behind that. But I think us as moms, like we come home and we see we see all the things. We see the tangible things that need to be done. We see the intangible things. We see yeah. all of it. Yep. And it can often be a weight 
um, some of it I truly enjoy. I mean, you know, without yeah. the emotions with your kids and relationships and things like that, but it's heavy and it's hard and it's yeah. not easy and it takes up all that space in your brain. And when you can go for a walk uh-huh. or you yeah. know, grab a lunch with a friend or something where you're not looking at that kitchen, you're not looking at that living room, you're not looking at the mess or the things you need to do or the things you forgot to mm-hmm. do. Um, it truly helps me. So yeah. getting outside. I would say the last, you know, eight months I've been doing a ton of research for the book about just connection and, and how it feeds our souls and and what it does and stuff. And, you know, I can't, I want to double down on your like lunch with a friend or a walk with a friend. Like there is nothing literally scientifically that we need more in life. And Hey, that lunch can be really awkward and quiet and you know, (laughs) like that's, that's totally okay. Um, just had to throw that in (laughs) um but yeah and it doesn't have to be your spouse either like that's a whole nother thing is like don't feel like there's like some sort of hierarchy where it goes like kids spouse friends like there are going to be times where like your kids and your spouse aren't going to be able to make that like have that connection fix that you need and it needs Mm -hmm. to be somebody outside of all of this maybe somebody from your past life who reminds you of those times where things lit your soul on fire that were like nothing having to do with your current life um we were just talking to lauren she was headed out and i pried a little bit about where she was going because i get scared when people leave in the middle of the day sometimes (laughs) um sorry guys one of my uh business owner fears but anyways she was going to meet with one of her um old i don't know if it was a professor or somebody um with something that she studied prior to working here and becoming a mom. And it was something that literally lives in this little part of her brain and it brings her mm-hmm. like excitement. And I think she said that it intellectually stimulated her, it's which was really and freaking really cool. That. Yeah. And it was so nice to hear her, the excitement in her voice and a side of her that I don't normally get to see as her boss where she was like, I'm doing this and mm-hmm. I feel confident enough to do it. I was like, you just reached out to them. She goes, yeah, I haven't talked to them in 10 years and I did it. And there was so awesome. much pride in like yeah. what I had, because when you watch somebody like become a mother and then come back, cause she came to us right after her first child was born and then she had a second one. Um, and I think he's probably two a little bit older yeah, than that now at this point there. so she's kind of in that same stage I'm in but watching her start to find those things again in life um it was a really cool thing probably inspired a little bit about what we're talking about today but yeah. um yeah. I just love it because all those people in those times mm-hmm. have have played a part yeah. in your journey um I think a couple years I actually reached out because I don't know what to do with some like old swatches and stuff. Yeah. And I donated them like like downtown at school. So like I met up with an old professor, like like things like and that. It was probably that, a really cool And it was thing. really neat. Yeah. And it takes you back and makes you think about that time and what you learned and struggles and yeah. all the good things too. So I remember I saw yeah. um, one of my old colleagues at a meeting. Eric works for a land developer. And so sometimes my old world kind of collides with his his current world. Um but she was like my sales manager right before I left um, to have my first baby. So right before like my entire life, you know, changed like drastically. Um, and it was so cool. Like I didn't know whether to cry or to laugh. And we just like talked and we talked and we talked. And like suddenly I was back in this world that I'm very happy that I'm not in anymore. But remembering like all of these trips to the Bahamas and Vegas and all of these sales contests and just crazy moments and customers and all of this stuff. And it was it was really, really cool. But it's the same thing as like kind of going back and dropping off old swatches or, yeah. or finding old people and, you know, connecting. I guess the other piece of advice that I would give that I have learned um, is that don't 
stretch it too far. So like um, after college, before I had babies, um, so I played field hockey in college. I started coaching a little bit um, and I love coaching. Like it was like something that brought me so much joy and I'm sure it will again in my life. But every season now that I have Caroline, who is old enough to play field hockey, um, the person that I coached with who runs the the whole kind of field hockey organization, she always reaches out and she's like, is Caroline going to play? And the next question always is, can I count on you to coach? And oh my God, I want to, like, I want to, I want to go up to the it? high school and I want to coach because it literally does not work with my life right now. I need I like one more year or something yeah. like, because we don't have, nobody helps us on the weekend. So it's six yeah. kids. It's five kids playing soccer every mm-hmm. Saturday. It'll be six kids next year playing soccer every Saturday. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how it would work. It's evenings. It's evenings away from the family. It's, it's then not yep. being able to make dinner, which I know absolutely brings me joy. Will coaching a bunch of other little kids make me bring me joy or will it like raise my sensory shit up to thousands? And am I going to come home angry? I have no idea. My sure thing right now is dancing in the kitchen and making dinner. So, but it's all of these juggling pieces of, are you ready to move, you know, back to some of that old stuff that was you or, you know, do you need to stay where you're at? Yeah. And one thing for me, I, you know, some of these things that you used to do and you kind of know how much time it took you. I look at my schedule. And I'm like, I don't have an hour. I don't have two hours. Yeah. But it's like, you know what? I have 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And so I think we've talked about this before, whether it's for like moving your body or something. Yep. And like I attribute to past with mm-hmm. workouts and training and mm-hmm. sports and performance and all that. And I mean, you spent a good amount of time and I'm like, well, I don't have the time to do it. Yeah. I'm like, but no, I do like even just going for a walk for 15 mm-hmm. minutes. Yeah. Like I have 15 minutes. I can, you know, do something or if it's a book or if it's reading or if it's calling a friend or something mm-hmm. like that, there's always a little bit of time you can take. And I think that we can't overestimate like the impact that little things can make as well. So like, even if you don't make a physical list, cause sometimes I'm into physical lists, sometimes I'm into mental lists, but have those things where, Hey, I have 20 minutes. What can I do in 20 minutes? Mm-hmm. Hey, I have an hour. Holy cow. My afternoon totally just was freed up because my in-laws are coming over and taking my kids. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. What can I do that I know is going to bring me joy? Because what's really, really cool about motherhood is most of the time when you fill your cup, it automatically gets overflowed to other places. So I know like when Lindy and I hang out or I hang out with a friend or I don't know, my, my emotional stuff feels like it's kind of nice and flat or happy. I know I'm a much better partner and I will come into that kitchen and I will kiss my husband and I will like be so appreciative for my Mm -hmm. life and everything. And it's so weird how those things are so important and we can waste the 20 minutes by, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know, sweeping the kitchen. I mean, maybe a clean kitchen makes you happy, but, or like doing the things on our list or we really, really can spend some time figuring out what those like true soul yeah. things are that that fill us up yeah you should fi- you should try to figure out the field hockey no I even can't, if it's like i can't i can't commit a little like, bit that's the whole thing like i can't even commit to like a like a vacate like even just putting a vacation on the calendar it's heavy is big. heavy and hard for me like i still yeah. haven't reached that point where i don't get filled with anxiety and dread when i put something on the calendar and like allow myself to look forward to it um I recently put something on the calendar that was four weeks out that I'm 
so looking forward to, but every time I start to like look forward to it and plan about it, my brain goes to the fact of how are you going to keep the kids well? How are you going to make sure everything's okay? How, how do you know you're going to be free that evening to do such those plans? Like you, I can't think that far ahead. I don't know. It's weird. Because there's just so many moving pieces. So I really just have to take it a day at a time. But I think that the big takeaway is is spend some time figuring out you. Away from the kids. Figure out and look at it with not like no judgment. If your happiness is going to Target, then go to Target. I remember that was the first thing I ever did when I had help with the kids. So I had Claire Mm -hmm. who would come over and she came over for 45 minutes when I had two little boys. And I remember the first time she came, I sat in the driveway in my car and I had no idea what I was supposed to do. No clue. Mm-hmm. And it was the beginning days of Latch Mama. Never, I ever thought it would be what it is now. But I knew I was supposed to be working on the business, but I also knew I couldn't be creative without actually like being able to breathe. And at that point I couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. I had like two under two. Um, And I went to Target and I remember like immediately like being free of kids, like for the first time in like a year and a half, 20 months, 22 months, 23 Mm -hmm. months, who the hell knows. Um, Like literally taking a deep breath for the first time. Like I still remember exactly where I was standing in our target. The first time I realized I had no kids with us and like my breath was actually like deep and slow and Mm -hmm. like, holy moly, Mm -hmm. it's crazy. So if you haven't felt that experience yet, please go make it happen. Like it doesn't need to be ask, ask your parents to come over. Hopefully you guys have a village of some sort, start building one, um, and get that break and find you because you're still in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very unique feeling. I, I remember exactly which parking spot it was where I parked. It was in front of the playground when Amelia and Estelle started two days a week preschool so yeah two days a week and I sat there and I just so you had nobody the weird for for three hours okay it was just the weirdest feeling and of course I probably had like a million things to do and I was yeah working at that time because they were three so like I don't know but I just visit I was sitting there staring at this playground and I'm like like and I didn't yeah. know it was very relaxing feeling but also like very weird and very confused like I didn't know because I didn't know who I was you know Mm -hmm. you lose yourself and things like that so but yeah it's very 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 weird but I would say just do something just yeah go go to Target take the walk just pick something and and do it still in there like we work so hard every day to like keep moving and then all of a sudden things stop I mean it was very it's very similar to what we were talking about at the beginning of of therapy like when you all of a sudden stop and there's this person who's going to make you talk about yourself but no you don't talk about your kids or work or whatever but at some point it stops and you're like oh holy shit there's Mm -hmm. like me inside of me Mm -hmm. and I have needs and I have desires and I have wants and I have things that I need to make happen in my life and things that have happened to me that I haven't processed because it's so easy to run from thing to thing to thing and person to person to person yeah. and just take care of people and achieve and all of this stuff. So, yeah. um, but it catches up to you. That's the yeah. moral of the story. You know, yeah. like you can't run away from who you are and you're still in there after kids. So try to make a list. I feel like that's, that's the, the takeaway is like make a list of like the things you can do in 15 minutes and the things you can do in an hour. And then the things you can do when you miraculously have a a half a day or something um that bring you joy because what's really cool is it's really not that selfish um it actually goes and 
And I was just going to say, I bet half of those things won't even really be for you or about you. You're, you're going to end up benefiting somebody else. Absolutely. Connect with a friend or but I feel like go and how. serve or, you know, give something. So. That's how life works. We're all just kind of connected. Yes. Cool. All right. Bye guys.